Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy. I am Lucas Timore. And coming to a mic near you. It's Rachel. It's Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, just pulling up some music for y'all. Hey, so the Crossing Points fundraiser that we've been talking about for the past few weeks was a success. Oh my goodness, it was such a success. It was an incredibly joyous and amazing celebration of the work that Crossing Point Arts does. Crossing Points, we had Anne on the show um, maybe a couple months ago or a month ago. Um, And and Crossing Points brings um, art and um, art workshops, teaching artists, to and also art supplies to survivors of sex trafficking. Yeah, if you and if you want to check them out or make a donation, you can go to crossingpointarts.org. So the fundraiser was a success. A lot of people were there. Um Rachel and I both sold pieces. It was really um a lovely experience. It was so full of joy, you know, when I when I tell people I work with folks who've experienced human trafficking like the number one response I get is oh my goodness it must be like that must be so sad it must be so heavy and it is totally not that it is pure joy and a lot of laughter and um because it's a place for healing it's a place for healing yeah and we we don't talk so much about the specific stories of how how people ended up in this organization Um, We just make some art and enjoy each other's company and find some goodness in the world. It's really joyful work. Just so you know, Chanel might be calling in later. Love you, Chanel. Oh, that'd be great. Let me, uh, phone will be ready. Okay, great. (laughs) Um, And yeah, the only down part was a fucking hard Waverly place south of... Okay, so even even for Francis, who um, grew up in this neighborhood, it's just like... Also, the sign is bent. Um, and there's a sign covering the sign. There's a sign covering Waverly the place. sign. And, um, and it's just like there it it turns like I I also basically like have been in the village since, you know, working and like living in the village since I was 18. And it it's just like the only block where I, I there's also like a theater right there. I remember my brother was in and I also had a hard time finding that theater. Um, it's just difficult. Yeah, uh, I was talking to my sister and her husband about this, and her husband would always be like an hour late anytime they were uh, they were meeting someplace on that block. On that block, yeah. On that block. And, you're, and you're like you're like circling it, and like yeah, I like everyone who came was like New Yorkers, and they just like couldn't find it. <laughs> I, I hope that didn't keep anyone away. We Ubered there, so we didn't. So they like drove directly to it to the door, which okay. was really nice because um, we we had our big canvases with us. We had to take Uber XLs. It was. <laughs> yeah, they charged us on the way home. They the regular Ubers were forty, and the Uber XL was seventy. Just because I guess they had a limited supply of Uber XLs, and we had to take. We had to, there was no way the big canvases would fit right. in a regular Uber. So we're not, we weren't taking the subway home. Like, I I was like no, I was like not. I was like it's gonna remind me of my burlesque days if we had to take the subway home with all this stuff. Please, please don't do it. Please don't make me do it. But we we did get a Mercedes Benz Uber with classical with music. With classical playing. music, this like really nice like um young driver who was just so sweet and um he talked to us and it was really like a lovely experience. So what do you think of these the guys? And you'll know exactly the guys I'm talking about 
uh, in the burlesque community that uh, drive the girls that drive the girls and carry their stuff. Oh my god! Hello, is it Chanel? Yes. Hey, babe. Oh my gosh, Chanel, I love you. So we were just talking about the fundraiser. Chanel came to the fundraiser. Chanel also got lost. It was amazing. So we all got lost, um, and we were saying, and Chanel also got lost. Sorry, Chanel. Thank you so much for coming, babe. Chanel was practically in tears. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I will get you. I will come and I will get you. Yo, I was like, fucking, where's Walla, though? Like, where the fuck am I going? Like, <laughs> like, you know, it's like when you're in a video game and you're like, how the fuck do I pass this level to get to the next <laughs> I I actually level. think that, like, my whole life is a video game and, like, it's part right? of my, it's part of my psychosis. Oh, my gosh. Don't play into this, Chanel. <laughs> I literally feel no. It's true. I think so too. Oh gosh! And I like I really see. Know. I see like the level up. Ding! Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're like catching. You like bump your head on a mushroom. Magic mushroom. <laughs> I always tell people when I've leveled up. I was like, I just leveled up, and they're like, What the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, I just leveled up. You're like, you don't see the coins above my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> How is upstate? So we're what? going. We're going upstate tomorrow. Oh yeah. Yeah, Where? we're going to um, like a nice town that um, Francis's mom has a house in. What's smart, it called? Smart. Smart not to say. We're not going to say. We're not going to say because of, because I have too many stalkers. Oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> good point there. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> what is so funny? Are you? No, we were just laughing again about about the stalkers. Yeah, we're the stalkers. We're not laughing at you, Chanel. We're laughing at me. Oh, I know, because it felt like that. You no, usually usually people are laughing at me. We all, we all think that. <laughs> I know. We tried to go to an ice cream shop tonight last night, and you were like, "No." I was like, I was like, they're talking about me. And she was like, they're not talking about you. I was like, they're talking about me. Let's just get ice cream for home. No, people are just, they were just happy because they were getting ice cream. I don't think they were, I think they were like smiling because they're getting ice cream. Listen, it's hard to be schizophrenic, okay? I understand. <laughs> but but some, sometimes I do try to, try to be the reality tester. And sometimes I'm a terrible reality tester. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes we both get in, go down like our psychosis together. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. We we get in a bit of a, a bit of a hole together. Chanel thinks you're a very good influence on me, though, Rachel. Oh, thank you, Chanel. Essentially, <laughs> you both complement each other. <laughs> like chocolate syrup on ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's a must to give it. Aww. It's a necessity. <laughs> you're so, you're so sweet. Let me tell the truth, Dean. <laughs> you're so sweet. I hear I missed a wonderful gospel choir. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. we're go- we're gonna play them tonight, right? Oh, wicked! Yes, we yeah, are. we're gonna play them on the air. It's um, they're called the Revival Resistance Chorus. Um, oh, and I wish I could tell you where they're based, but I forgot. Uh, so I'll have to get back to you on that. But they were I know, incredible. Like, they like floated. I can't remember one one chant from the song, which is really sad. It, that shows my brain is this fucking not present the totally. Ch- the chant was um. Like, I can see them. I can see them singing. I see the words, but I hear nothing coming out. The chant but, was like about how the joy was not like know, given to me joy, by the world. Like sing, 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 uh, sing a portion. 
Like, exactly. should, should we should we play it? <laughs> should we play it right now? I'm not. I'm not really prepared to sing at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm not prepared to sing. I remember it. Should we play it right now? We'll, we'll play it right now. Can she hear it too? If we play it. If you're if you're if you're listening on if you're listening to the show, are you listening to the show? I don't think she knows how to listen to the show. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, but play it, play it. I'm gonna go. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, this is the first. I was so asked. I was like, so I, one week when you're out like, in town, we would love to have you on. And to listen, just go to radiofreebrooklyn.org, and okay, and, and, and it'll follow. play live. Yeah, yeah. and, and you'll see how to. You'll see it, it, it's that easy. Anyway. I'll text it to you. Yeah. Okay. I'm a visual learner. We love we love you, Chanel. We love you so much. I love you too, guys. All right. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. Yeah, that was totally fun. All right, here we go. Yeah, I don't know why it's not playing. Oh, here we go. I got it. What's the name of the choir, Rachel? Said there ain't no harm with your mind. Oh, when it's set on freedom, 
This Joy by the Resistance Revival Chorus. And that was fantastic. It was really lovely. It was so amazing to hear them live. Um, they got the whole audience involved, um, taught us. We sang a different song, but we, they taught us um, the words, and we all sang together. Um, and I had a lot of my friends there, and they, um, I could just see the power, you know, um, Oh, I'm sorry. The, the song that we just played was not this joy. No, it was "Woke Up This Morning." Woke up this morning. Well, that makes. But we can sense. play that. We can play this joy. This joy is what we, we learned. This joy, um, and this joy, you know, I think just brought so much joy to my friends because um, I think you know a lot of my friends have had like a tough life, and that message of like the world didn't give me my joy um, and it, so it can't be taken away from me was just so powerful to, to my friends. Yeah. And Calvin was there and he was like, this is the legacy of civil rights. And like Calvin was not part of the original civil rights movement. Um, but he, you know, he felt like the legacy of like, this is people doing the work. Calvin certainly is somebody who's doing that work. To oh yeah, say, totally. You know, um, Calvin, you know, is is one of the people running this radio station right now. And like, he's just put in, you know, he puts in so much work to make sure, you know, like free speech can happen. And Yeah. When you hear our mission statement, if you're a new listener, it's uh, it's powerful stuff. It's it powerful really, stuff. it really yeah. is. Yeah. And Calvin puts in a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Um, and, um, you know, I'm really proud of Calvin. He and he also puts a lot of work into his like two hour radio show. He what what time does he is is his? That's on Tuesdays at eleven. Tuesdays at eleven p.m. Um, and it's um he puts in so much work. He's a, an amazing DJ. You can also find him at um the Brooklyn Ice House some Saturdays. Um, DJing. Um, we'll announce the next time that happens. Um. And that's a really exciting thing. And we're we're always there. So if you want to meet us, like that's a great way to meet us. Um, yeah, we're going to play this joy. And after that, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Lucas about the uh, trauma therapist he met that uh, was using the same language as him. I have the world didn't give it to me. Oh, this joy. 
world didn't give it to me. Don't you know that this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. Oh, I said the world didn't give it. The world can't take it away. Oh, this strength that I have, this strength that I have, this strength that I have. Oh yeah, now the world didn't give it to me. World didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it to me. The strength that I have. Oh, yeah. The world didn't give it to me. Oh, I said, the world didn't give it. The world can't take it away. All this love, this love that I have. This love that I have. Oh, yeah, now. The world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it to me. Know that this love that I have, yeah, the world didn't give it to me. Singing, the world didn't give it. The world can't take it away. Oh, this pride that I have, this pride that I have, this pride that I have. Oh yeah, now. the world didn't give it to me. The world didn't give it to me. This pride that I have. I said the world didn't give it to me. Don't you know that? This pride that I have, yeah, the world didn't give it to me. Oh, I said the world didn't give it. The world can't take it away. All this peace that I have. Sing about peace. Resistance Revival Chorus believes in the words written by the poet Toy Derricotte when she wrote, Joy is an act of resistance. We believe in the words of Mr. Harry Belafonte, who said, When the movement is strong, the music is strong. We sing to revive the hearts of those who fight for social justice. And we sing together for freedom. Thank you. Thank you both so much for introducing me to that acapella group. They're incredible, right? They Fran- came they came all dressed in white like angels. It was beautiful. Yeah. Francis is making fun of me because he um <laughs> he he's I cuz I once said I don't really like acapella and it was like I didn't mean like all acapella. I meant like 
10 white boys in cardigans, <laughs> like snapping in front of a tree. And like, um, <laughs> and like, I just feel like they sort of like take over the acapella movement. But like, I was in the, you know, I, I was in the church choir. Um, I, you know, um, I had to walk out one day because it's, um, the Catholic church is evil. They sent it, they sent a, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for our listeners who are Catholic, but, um, I don't think we have a lot of Catholic listeners. <laughs> they sent a petition around against gay marriage and I walked out. <laughs> We're going to get into a lot of gay talk. I hope we're already 20 minutes into this. Oh, thing. wow. We're, that one's so fast. We, are, we, we are, have a, we have a song we, to, we have a song to play about. about. Yes, we do. But first, <laughs> uh, you thought you did say it was important that you wanted to mention this uh, trauma therapist. Yeah. I mean, so I like Rachel and I are like um, diagnostic, very specific diagnoses and we've done a lot of work. So, we have this language that a lot of psychiatrists at this point don't have. A lot of doctors and hospitals don't have a lot of um, like a lot of therapists don't have. And so it's actually very like it limits us to talking to like anybody because we've like been so well educated about our our um, our mental health that like we like talk in a language that most people don't understand, including professionals. And it's a it's a really radical language, even though it seems so kind of obvious to me um the hearing voices network philosophy but it is really radical to most to most people that you can hear voices and that doesn't have to be a negative thing in your life um yeah i mean this trauma therapist had never heard of that like she had never heard of tr- tr- voices being positive she she couldn't even imagine that but but she had the language to be able to ask me questions about that and learn f- about that and instead of just being um like, like I, I try to talk to like doctors and psychiatrists and hospitals who are, you know, have these like degrees from fancy institutions and they like can't learn my language. They, it's like, they can't understand what the hell I'm talking about. It's like, I'm speaking Chinese. You yeah. Know I mean? There's like a huge block. Um, uh, yeah. Because of the education and like the medical, the medical model. model is what they call it. The medical model for hearing voices is quite outdated um and um which is kind of just like medicate people until they don't hear voices or which see for visions. some people they might never like for me they they can medicate me till i'm comatose and i still hear voices um so i have to lie to them so that they don't keep medicate over medicating me i have to at one point be like oh yeah i don't hear them anymore but like i hear voices all the time you know you can see it in my eyes <laughs> true <laughs> i'm like always hearing voices you know um like and so i just have you know so i do have a new a meeting with a new psychiatrist this week and i'm hoping i cannot lie to this one um i'm hoping that we can have a fresh start and a new relationship um but this like this um therapist she was just i was able to for like maybe the first time just talk freely and she was able to keep up with me and it was so nice um because other than really the person who taught us about this, like Nick Brenner at um at the Goodwill, he's incredible. Like other than him, like I've been so blocked at people to talk about this with, and it's been it's like a lonely existence, um, you know. And I know people can understand, like you know, my like they and my friends who are hear voices who are like mentally impaired can like understand this. Why can't other people like understand this? You know, I just don't understand. Yeah, I don't think it should be that radical. Um, and it's like looking, it's, it's also like culture specific, um, like our particular culture in America right now does not prize voice hearing, but there are plenty of other cultures 
and cultures throughout history that absolutely do. And it's weird, like in some ways they do, like Joan of Arc was a voice here. You know, we like we we think of Joan of Arc as this like major historical like, you know, character who, you know, um, or religious depending on how who you know your religious beliefs either historical character or religious you know deity um you know we think of joan of arc it's so amazing she was a voice here yeah moses was a voice here um a voice here with a disability he had a speech impediment and people thought he was crazy because he he was like in his lifetime i hear god telling me to do this and he like also had a like a speech impediment when he's talking about that but he's he's Moses. And now we, you know, um, think of him, you know, so highly. But when we meet people in our day day lives who have similar experiences, we don't think of them highly. I think, you know, in some cultures, it is voice hearing is still like in India, like there's some cultures where voice hearing is still more um, well respected. I did not know that. Yeah, there are some cultures where voice hearing is more respected, but um, unfortunately, America is like not one of those places. Let's um, get to this. And sorry, if you're looking for resources on that, if you are a voice hearer, you have any hallucinations or you have any, you know, and you feel alone, um, what to look up is the Hearing Voices Network. They They are really phenomenal. Let's, uh, if you would please read the copy, our mission statement that we were speaking so highly of earlier. How is this show going so fast? I know. I know. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to keep continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android, available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Very well done. And at least do the Amazon smile. And if not for Radio Free Brooklyn, then for another charity. I figured out how to do it, and I'm, you know... When, like, when we realized that, that the tickets go to a person's email last week, uh, everyone was like, you'll never get it on your phone. Well, actually, I did manage to get the tickets pulled up on my phone, access my email from my phone. I'm proud and of you. I was you. so proud of myself. And I was all ready to show the QR code at the door. They're like, name, please. Yeah, they knew your name already. It, and it was it's not, it's okay. not, it's not there that high tech. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very good that they actually did understand that not everybody would be high tech at that at that event yes they That's did and nice. i i people also because came... there were like quite a few elderly people there who might not even have like my dad doesn't have a smartphone you know what i mean he has like not like he, he has um you know like physical impairment so there's no reason for him to have like a touch screen that would be like detrimental to him like he needs to press the button slowly you know mm-hmm. so uh on to this gay thing so 
we have uh, had the experience of people suggesting that we're straight. Okay, so my my <laughs> okay, so my so my therapist, who I love very dearly, but my therapist, um, she believes that because I'm trans and I'm more, I'm definitely into men, but like, but because I'm more into women than I'm into men, she believes I'm straight. I, I got to disagree with it. Now, according to this song I'm going to play, which is more of a poem with, with some cool drum background, uh, my brother wrote this piece called Gay Not Gay. And because you're both biologically female, what the three of us do is, is straight, according to him. But he's not gay. But it, did did but he say that? Did he ever say that we're straight? Oh, oh, you'll hear it. It's no, very... but did he ever say it to you? Like No. <laughs> I saw an episode of the Jerry Springer show and the topic was transvestites and the men who love them. And the guy was on with his girlfriend and he was saying, to me, this is a beautiful woman. She's got a perfect body, beautiful blonde hair, everything. I love her and I love making love to her. Now I ask you, does that make me gay? Most of the audience thought so, and so did I. But it got me thinking about what is and isn't gay. Discussing sex with a guy is gay. Discussing sex with a woman is straight. Even telling a woman, sometimes I wonder what it would be like to suck a cock, is straight. Sports are gay. Especially contact sports, unless you're the only guy on both teams, in which case it's straight. Gyms are always gay, because afterwards in the locker room you're showering with guys, and, and that is gay. Watching pornography alone is neutral, like eating a sandwich. It's neither straight nor gay. more other guys in the room, no matter how many other women are also in the room, is gay. Watching porn, even gay porn, with one or more women only, is straight. Interesting one. Kissing a gay guy on the cheek or letting him kiss you on the cheek is neutral as long as the guy is out of the closet. Hugging and or kissing a straight guy is gay. See, look, I, I know I'm homophobic, but not about gay guys. They don't bother me at all. It's straight guys who don't know they're gay. They fuck my shit right up.
guy calls me up and says, a bunch of us guys are going to sit around in our underwear and watch the football game and drink beer and eat chips and, you know, maybe wrestle with each other a little. You know, just us guys. You want to come over? And I'm like, no. She's saying, you like it, don't you? You like sucking my dick, you little fucking faggot. And then she rolls you over and fucks you in the ass and says, you love it, you little pussy boy. You love getting fucked in the ass. I'll bet you wish I was a man. I'll bet you wish I was a real cop, fucking faggot. And you're getting off on this thing. You've never gotten off before. That's still straight. But then, when you go off to the bar and discuss this... Or any other sexual experience with other guys. That's gay. exactly why, but it's not. So I just messaged John, so we'll see if he responds while we're um, on the radio. But um, um, <laughs> this is such a discussion piece over here right but, now. Um, fucking a guy up the ass is definitely gay. It's so gay. It's the gayest thing I do. I think it's the gayest I, so. Thing I was too. talking to my therapist about it the other day, um, and she and he goes and he's gay. And I was like, he was asking me like when I can trigger my hallucinations, and I was like. Well, I can trigger my hallucinations when I'm topping and I'm taking poppers. And then I said, he's gay. And he goes, I go, he's so wholesome. I go, do you know what poppers are? And he was like, yeah. Like, he was like so mad at me that I didn't think he knew what poppers were. He was Just like, because someone's wholesome doesn't mean they don't have a sex he's, life. He's just so wholesome. I didn't know if he like, didn't use the poppers and he had to just like bareback it. 
Because he's so like, wholesome to, that that maybe he wouldn't use a drug. Yeah, you know, like he would have to just take it like, but which would be even more like almost less wholesome because like, then you're just taking it like rough. Now here's some. <laughs> now we did agree with we do agree with John. Oh, I hope my therapist <laughs> never hears this. We do agree with John. <laughs> That that uh, sports are gay, especially football. But especially I football. I said football before he even said football in the song. I, I said especially MMA fighting because it's just basically because the sparkly outfits and the like fucking. And it's just, just like, like basically fucking, two dudes fucking and no, but other like, guys paying to see them fuck. Football is the same way. Have you like seen them tackle like that? Just like the gayest shit. That's the gayest shit. But the people who watch it are like call themselves the straightest people ever. And there's softball for women. Like that shit's gay. Yeah, all sports are gay. All sports are gay. You're, you're like just with your like cheerleading was the gay shit, like, the gay shit. Like people would be, I'd be like, I'd be like, oh my god, a, a group of girls are gonna throw me up and catch me. Great, great. <laughs> this is the best experience ever. And that was like the closest thing I had to being gay in high school. Like I loved it. I loved and it. You said <laughs> eating a sandwich is not neutral. It is straight. It is straight because gays don't do it. But then she was like, she was like, then she said, Nick eats sandwiches. And I was like, oh, shit, Nick does eat sandwiches. But maybe that's because he's a wholesome gay. And you also <laughs> agreed that watching gay porn, a man watching gay porn with women is straight. I disagree with that. But what about a woman watching? No, 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 no. When, 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 the, when you get around and it's like when, and the girls and you're all watching the girls fuck each other, that's the straightest shit I've ever done. It's always with like straight men. Like that's the only time I'm ever watching like lesbian porn because, oh, no, but, because lesbian but, but, porn but is not really for lesbians. Agreed. It's not agreed. for lesbians. Oh yeah, that, that it, I agree that with. That shit sucks. That, that shit I sucks. agree with. But, but watching uh, gay male porn. No, he said with women. He, that's what he said in the song. No, he said. He said with one or more women. He said with one room. or more women. No, no, with one or more women in the porn. No, in the room. I thought he meant no. I, you, we don't know which way because he said he just said he, he said he, he, he said he was, with one or more he was women. Implying no, he, that you don't know what he was implying. Porn. You don't know what he was implying because we both heard the same song and we're implying. You do not know just because you're his brother what he was implying. I'm assuming he means watching gay porn with one or more women. So one or more women in the, in the porn. Like, is if, if, if one or more women is in the porn, it's automatically straight. But if, if one or more women in the room, no, because I have watched, like, gay porn, like, with gay men, with gays, and, like, they've just accepted that, like, I'm one of the gay men, like, and that's gay. Like, but no, if you're watching porn that has gay, that has a woman in it, once a woman gets put in the porn, it starts to become straight because they're like, they're like straight because like women, the female body is, it's like given to the straights. Why aren't you it's an really attorney? Why are you not an attorney? Well, that's what I was like. That's why I was like going to be an attorney. So like, good the way but like, did that. But like in court, like I, I got in trouble and that's when I decided I was going to be a therapist because like I'm trying to decide this is the year. Like I'm, I'm going to school. I need to go back to school. I, and mean, I was like, am I going to be a therapist? Am I going to be an attorney? I have to decide. I have to decide this year. I'm, I have to go back to school. This is the year. And then like, and then I got like in this year, I got like shot down by a fucking judge, like shot down. He was like, he was like, just let your lawyer speak for you. Just because you're his brother does not mean you know what he inferred. Yes! I was like, I mean, the the question for me is do attorneys get to use puppets or do therapists get to use puppets? Therapists get to use puppets, and I want to use the puppets. I want to use the puppets. I want to use the puppets. (laughs) Like, can you imagine if I was an attorney started using puppets? I mean, it would be great, but like, I just don't think it would go over well with some of these judges. These judges are like really not like my people. I don't think me and the judges are really like friends, but like, 
Chanel, who just called in, she like believes I'm going to be like, she's really upset. She's really upset I didn't go to law because she wants me to be like um, on the Supreme Court. <laughs> Speaking of court, uh, I got uh, jury duty uh, notice. And well, don't burp when, and... you, when you get up there because they're not going to choose you. Francis wants to be chosen. He wants to be chosen. Yeah. Uh, he uh, thinks like if, if, if he was on trial, he wouldn't want him. So yes. he wants to be chosen. If I was on trial for something, I would want someone like me. I would want me too. I would want me too. I'd be like, that bitch. That bitch right over there. But like, I smoked pot like in one lunch break and they did not want me anymore. But I did not want that because I was I'm at the time nannying and working burlesque and I wasn't reporting this in Oh, should I be saying this on the radio? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> we got it. We got it. <laughs> no, but but some some sometimes have sometimes it. having jury duty is just a freaking vacation. I got to like I got to like draw in my journal last time for three days and not go to work, and I just sat there and like drew a notebook for three days. No, my like the, like when you're a nanny, you don't have any um, people to call in for you. Like you don't have any coworkers, so they were very upset. Like they were very upset. You know what I mean? They're like, they're like, we need you. My child needs you. And I'm like, well, you you can tell the state that because um we're not even reporting this again. <laughs> my brother, my brother is able to uh, is working Wait, from home. I get a message. I get a message. So he Give is able to uh, to no to fill in for me taking care of mom, which has become a much more stressful and difficult job. I don't think your brother really wants to fill in for you, but um, no, but, uh, but you will, you will get time to draw in a journal and chill. And they give you a, like an hour long lunch break. That's like real luxurious. Yeah. Last time when I was a prospective j- juror, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a group of us prospective jurors went to Wohop. They were like, Hey, like, cause I was local. They're like, so you're, you're local. Where, where, where's, and I'm like, we're, we're going to Wohop. <laughs> we're going to Wohop. I do enjoy hearing the excuses that people have for why they can't serve on Diarrhea. the jury. Diarrhea. <laughs> one girl is like, I'm That's gonna- why I didn't make any excuses and I just like smoked pot, came back reeking of pot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I was like, they're not going to want me. And like, tr- tr- turns out they didn't want me. Yeah, I used to, I used to try and successfully get out of jury duty, but I don't feel that, that not, way not anymore. Me, not me. Now I find the process to be a lot more know. fascinating. And also it would be a vacation for me. I don't know if I like really tried for that or if I was like actually at that age that addicted to pot, which is a little bit embarrassing. Like you couldn't make it through like the fucking jury duty like for the day without like fucking smoking pot. Like is that like, is that really, is that, is that, is that like a severe addiction? Like I, the only addiction I've really had that was that severe was pot. Like I've never had an addiction where I was like, I can't make it through the fucking day. And like, I don't know, like, but so I have a different relationship with pot now. I smoke it like, Three times a month. One of these times I did it at the art show and then I got an incredible amounts of trouble from the trauma therapist, from everybody. Everybody was like, you're schizophrenic. You can't smoke pot. And I was like, what? oh my God, I can't do anything. Do you think I shouldn't, like, Francis thinks I need a second opinion. I also had an, uh, my psychiatrist. That, that, this is your second opinion, honey. I, I know. So that was the second opinion. Like, so my psychiatrist also said like, oh no. And he was a very smart psychiatrist. He was like, oh no, 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 no. Not with the pot. But my therapist, who sees me all the time, she like wants the pot. She's like, go for the pot, go for the pot. Go. So there's a lot of different opinions here. And like, this is the problem is like, everybody's got their own fucking opinion. And maybe nobody's smart. Like, nobody's fucking smart. Who's, who's fucking smart? 
And by the way, support your old pot dealer. You know, just because you can be- get weed anywhere now. Do not do get it at the deli. But babe, I it's, I get it at the deli because I don't have an old pot dealer because I, those are like fancy services that like won't, my old pot dealer were like fancy services. Like I know the name of them, but I'm not going to say them over the radio to fucking blast them. But um, they only do to certain neighborhoods. I don't live in those neighborhoods yeah, I'm not, anymore. I'm not, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying listeners, uh, the, the 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 marijuana dealers who put their fucking ass on the line when it was illegal for decades, uh, and their businesses are hurting real bad. But I, I don't even go, I don't go to like, I don't go like, just because I go to the deli, like I go to the smoke shop that's like, that's also like fucking like immigrants like who run these smoke shops, like it's still supporting like, you know, I'm not going to like, like who, you can support your smoke shop. Like the, these smoke shops are run by immigrants. They're, they get in a lot of trouble by the cops. You know, they understood when I was telling them like, please put the whippets in the back because, but then this morning when I said that he, I was like, can you put the whippets in the back because of the cops? And he was like, cops. And he started to freak out. And I was like, never mind. I didn't say cops. In this. And he like even saying the word cops in the whippet store freaked him out. It was a guy I never met. And he was like, what cops? I was oh. like, mm-hmm. Our usual smoke shop guy is a, a young man who came from Yemen seven years ago, and he is a wonderful person who always supports us and also supports looks, us, looks, looks out, out for us. us. He's like, "Are you guys okay in the neighborhood? There's been some crime, you know." Like they, the smoke shops are like are really like neighborhood places and community places for people who are a little different, you know. Um, and it's where we get our cigarettes. Where we these smoke shops are really like a lovely community environment. Really, really like keeping some of these fancy neighborhoods a little rough and. But not too rough. Like they actually support us. They support us. They do not want anything bad to happen to us. Um, but my last smoke shop in Bushwick, that was like the like the place of like three people died there. Like there was like memorials all outside the smoke shop, and I was like, like got shot there. Yeah, I got shot outside oh, the smoke shop. That's like Bushwick problems. Like people get shot out. You, you like if I don't follow those things, but like my friends do. And they'll be like, someone just got shot right next to your house. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't follow that. I don't want to hear about it. Like, and I get that <laughs> if it's not a delivery, if it's a guy that you go to, I get that even though it's legal, he still makes you hang out for 20 minutes and listen, make him listen to and listen to him pay, play guitar. I get that you don't you feel like you don't have to do that anymore and you don't have to do that anymore. But that was still the guy that that's stuck the guy, his neck that's out. That's the guy who's going to support you. That's the guy who's going to not fucking call the cops on you. At one point, I was worried, what if the Whippet guys are calling the cops on you? Mm, but not the, not the Parks Club ones. No, they, they love us. <laughs> not the one we go to. Well, then you just confirmed it. <laughs> we fucked up. We fucked up. Bushwick is a bad place. Uh, something else you want? Uh, Bushwick is a place where I, like, do not trust anyone, like, I'm like, are the whippets calling the cops? Are the this calling the cops? Are the I don't know, like except that like so many people are lovely to you in Bushwick. Oh, everyone loves me in Bushwick. Like They're I freaking lovely. I to you. love everyone who like was born and raised in Bushwick. Born and raised in Bushwick. They're like they love me. You should a see. fucking great like, support. See, like, you don't you never came, but like the actual neighborhood, the people who like were born and raised there, but those hipsters who just moved in, those bitches be calling the cops on me. These white kids, these white kids. And I'm not talking about all white people, okay? I'm not racist against white people, even though I don't think that's even possible. But some people say I'm racist against white people, but I don't think that's possible. But anyway, I'm not racist against white people. It's just certain white people, you know, who are hipsters and um, have a lot of their parents' money and are rude 
and need to get a reality check. And get together in groups of 10 wearing cardigans. <laughs> and sing, a, sing, and sing acapella. acapella in Bushwick. The, 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 that's the thing is, like Bushwick has like acapella groups now. Like, you know what I mean? Like fucking Bushwick. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I was raised in Bushwick, and, and those were the mean streets. And I used to go to the like, you know where I used to go? I was just like, I, I there was no white, people, <laughs> there was no white people in Bushwick, so, um, and like I, I and I didn't really know anyone. I would go to the 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 um barber shop, and I like bring a bottle of booze, and I'd be like, can I? Like it went at the end of the night. I'd be like, can I hang? I'd see them like hanging out. I was like, can I hang out here with you guys? And then I, but I don't like fuck one of them. Okay. <laughs> no, this was my childhood. This was my childhood. Hey, so um, you wanted you had you, you gave me a bad look for this. You had this was before I met a bad you. look. No, absolutely not. No, oh, I thought you gave me. A bad oh hell look. no! You don't mind that I fucked the barbershop guy? Hell no! Fuck the barbershop guys. You know, it's this is these these people actually looked out for me, unlike these hipsters. The barbershop is is uh is a community also environment. A community environment. Yeah, a community environment. And important and, and absolutely fuck the barbershop guys. Yeah, I felt like that I trusted those guys and yeah. And like sometimes I go to the show, projects and meet show. the grandmothers, you know what I mean? Like I'd meet the grandmothers and they'd they'd treat me nice, you know? Yes. Yeah. Hey, so uh Lucas and Rachel were very kind last night. I'd, I'd had I'd had a very difficult week. I didn't have very many notes for the show tonight, and uh, they were very giving of their time. And uh, we had a little uh, powwow, note taking, and they came up with a lot of great ideas. One of which is uh, a reminder uh, to please use your farmers market. Uh, talk about we're going to for different reasons. Um, local, you should support local because it actually. The um, travel of food is accounts for more than all domestic and all work travel that um, all across the world, just the amount of food coming into like America, actually. It's actually really bad how much we import food in America and it's causing um, global warming. It's actually causing, there's like a lot of studies about this. If we just stopped like importing food, we shopped local, like we, um, you know, I understand maybe some things that you can only get in certain places, but I'm talking like we're importing apples from we're like we have apples. There's no reason to import apples like from Peru. Like there's that's doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we can eat things that are in season. In season, seasonal, and actually seasonal things are help your body more because there's a reason things are seasonal. It helps you go like there things grow for what you need for that weather and the, like it's the body and the earth are like make sense together and we don't need to eat things from other seasons because it doesn't actually help your body like it's the nutrients you need make sense to that where you are so if you're in another like land eat that food if you're here eat that food it, it helps you eat like eat what is growing where you are and you have really opened my eyes and changed my mind uh, about about this. Because, for example, when I'm making a tomato sauce, I would always use San Marzano tomatoes no. uh, from Italy. And no. I will not, I'm not going to do that anymore. Use a local tomato. Local tomato. I use the fresh local ones. I make the best tomato sauces. You do. With you do. a local, with the local tomatoes. I choose these beautiful local tomatoes and they... They taste better. You're, it's supposed to. Are we are designed to want what we are around? So the like the taste of where you are is what we are designed to like. 
So your taste buds will change from where like you are. Like if you're in another land, your taste buds will change. It, it It's literally that it's that interesting. But also you need to support local farms who for in terms of meat and cheese as well, because they local farms are good to their animals. You can go to those farms and see for yourselves. I haven't done it. I've said I'm going to do it for fucking 20 years. I've said I'm going to go to those farms and make sure they're treating those animals right. But I, I know other people have. And like the local farms in New York and in and I'm sure wherever you live are treating their animals right. Factory farms are not treating the animals like fear hormones will make you fat. Sorry. That's what that's what's making people fat. Fear hormones. Being being fat is not my concern. I'm not. I I just saying I I want to threaten people with something that they don't like. I don't care about being fat, but, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but this is but, this is honestly not my concern. I, I, just I love wanted, animals. I wanted to threaten people with something that will make scare them. Fear hormones is actually like something that will. It, it's not about being fat. Fear hormones will make you sick because fear is sickness. You know, you're not supposed to have other people's fear inside you. You you only are supposed to have fear when you're when you're like. When you're running from something, you're not supposed to have fear all the time. And we, when we eat something that is afraid all the time because it has been factory farmed, you, they, and, they, and people are like, they're not afraid anymore because they've done things to make sure they're not afraid and that they can't hear. And we, no, we, of course we, we made afraid. them all deaf so that they can't hear. They're like, I've literally heard things like this. We made all of the pigs deaf so they can't hear anything at all. So now they don't know when they're getting killed. And I'm Jesus like, Christ. Yeah, I've heard things wow. like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is very interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, I, had, uh, I had some regular ass uh, butter and, and I got some organic butter from, a, from a, uh, uh, which is what I usually get, organic butter. It doesn't from, necessarily have to be organic, but it has to be range, local. From free range. Free range. Cows, there's a difference between local, organic and, and there's a difference between organic and free range. And does that make sense? And when I looked at them side by side, they looked completely different. They were com- they were a different color. They I will were- say organic is not a big deal, and that's prissy because organic is like no pesticides, and the people who can afford no pesticides is stupid. That's stupid. That's some stupid shit. Or I do not eat organic. I eat. Free range. I eat free range. I eat local. I do not eat organic. I do not eat organic. I do not pay for that shit. I do not pay for them to not use pesticides. It's expensive not to use pesticides. It's incredibly, incredibly expensive and you might get sick. I don't eat organic. Like, I will eat organic if it's the same exact price, but I do not eat organic. No, I don't. I try to. I, no, I mean, you're, you have, you're taking care of your mom. So you have like extra, like you're, you have extra, like her, you, you want to use, stomach is her so stomach sensitive. is so sensitive. So you, you, for you, it's worth paying that extra like 50 cents. But for me, it's actually not worth it. Like, and it's okay if you are eating organic, but I'm saying that is not something you have to worry about. You should be worrying about free range and local way before you're worrying about organic. But you also, you also have to be understanding that if some folks are getting their food from a food pantry. I do understand getting that. there, and I do. Yeah. I do understand that. And so what you I'm don't saying, have a lot of control. When I yeah. I do, I take like I take food from wherever I can get it. Sometimes, and I do like I've taken like food from those ki- fridges in Bushwick where they people are leaving out food. And when you're taking food that's there, I'm talking about when you're using your dollar and it's the same price. You can buy, there are things the the free range and the local is usually not more expensive. The organic is more expensive. That's why I'm saying I don't care about the organic. But like, if you're using your dollar, your dollar counts. But if you need free food, take free food from anywhere you get it. Like, yeah, and I, God forbid, I, just no. Take that's it. what I was saying about yeah. Jess was saying the other day. Jess was telling me you can eat ethically, 
but you also need to eat when you can't eat ethically. Like, cause I was um, like almost, it was causing my like, eating disorder to get worse because I was like, I can't eat unless it's ethical. I can't eat unless it's ethical. And like, don't have an eating disorder over it. Like definitely just, if you have problems, um, so, like, you know, getting food, like because of funding, get food wherever you can. But like when you're using your dollar, and, and, and you can get something, a local farm and a, and a farm from Peru. And you're like, ooh, the farm from Peru is more exotic. No, the local farm is like not, not committing to global, not causing global warming, not like, you know, it's just like you have to make choices like this every day. If, but if something's drastically more expensive, it will never be more expensive from a local farm than from Peru, though, like because it's, it, they're shipping it here. That's why on islands, it's very expensive to like, it's like I went to Bermuda. It costs like 140% more for their food for their, because they have to ship everything in. Shipping things in is expensive. I am so glad that we are. uh, I'm sorry. We like used the whole thing with me talking. No, that's why our show is doing better (laughs) than it has before. But I am so glad that, uh, that we're going away together. To a place where we can eat locally. Yes, just this hour has gone so quickly. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, so freaking I'm just so fast. Glad. Yeah. So quick. I'm so glad that. Uh, did you guys get to talk enough? Yeah. Are you Are you butthurt? Did I Did I talk too I, much? I I am not butthurt. No. All right. Good. That That would be gay. That would be gay. That would be gay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Courtney Love is in the yeah. studio. <laughs> Stick around for her show coming up in uh, less than two minutes. And uh, thank you so much for, for, for you are amazing. And, and you, Rachel, you're amazing. <laughs> and uh, thank you all. Show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It's important. And you know it is. Anything he wanted to do, he did. He turned water into wine. And if he wanted to... He could have turned wheat into marijuana, or sugar into cocaine, or vitamin pills into amphetamines. He walked on the water and swam on the land. He would tell these stories, and people would listen. He was really cool. If you were blind or lame, you just went to Jesus, and he would put his hands on you, and you would be healed. That's so cool. He could have played guitar better than Hendrix. He could have told the future. He could have baked the most delicious cake in the world. He could have scored more goals than Wayne Gretzky. He could have danced better than Barishnikov. Jesus could have been funnier than any comedian you can think of. Jesus was way cool. He told people to eat his body and drink his blood. That's so cool. Jesus was so cool. But then some people got jealous of how cool he was, so they killed him. But then he rose from the dead. He rose from the dead, danced around, and went up to heaven. I mean, that's so cool. Jesus was way cool.